Oh, sorry, Kate. No, go ahead. You go, Jess. <laughs> this is here. We made it almost an hour without cutting each other off. Yay! No, me, and Liz, me and Liz, I think, cut each other off a couple times. So we have the benefit cool. of sitting right next to each other, though. So, like... We make the eye contact. Right. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Hey, Wine and Shiners, welcome to a new episode of the podcast. You are going to be really happy to know that me and Liz are drinking wine today. We are going back to basics. Back to the basics. And reviewing and staying true to ourselves and... Because that's what it's all about. Yeah. And it's delicious and refreshing. I also just finished my first day of work today. So it's needed. It was. A nice, relaxing glass of vino at the end of the evening. Yeah, so anyone curious, um, we spent probably, this is probably a $100 bottle of wine. It was very expensive. Very high class. Um, It is Cupcakes (laughs) Rosé. That I got at Kroger because I was having like, it's a tough find, everybody. It was like one of those moments where I looked and I was like, oh, I don't know. And then I saw the cupcake label and I was like, I know those are fine. So I just like grabbed it. So, So, I mean, I've... I know cupcake isn't like the fanciest, greatest wine ever. It's fine for but wine it's and shine. It's fine for me. We're not classy gals. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> I put that out there. <laughs> We're kind of trashy. No, I'm just saying we're not like, oh, I got my my Louis Vuitton bag and whatever. We're just we're at cupcake least it's not, glass um, of wine at Kroger Girls. What's the sparkling one we used to drink in college? This is it a wine? Yeah, it was like cheap, crappy. It was like Boone's like Farm Kamcha? or something. Kamchuk? No, Kam- that was the vodka. What was that called? All I can think of is kombucha now. Oh my gosh, we're too <laughs> wellness world. Um, kimchi? No, that's also wellness. <laughs> that's also like that's a pickled vegetable. Kamchakta? Yeah, something like that. Listeners, let us know because because no, I was talking about what's there was like a wine that was like basically like pop. Oh. Um, Harbor Mist. Yes, Arbor Mist. Arbor, Arbor, <laughs> Harbor Mist, Arbor Mist, Herb, Herb, whatever. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Aww. So we're drinking wine. We sound like we've had way more glasses than we actually had. It's just had. one. It's just one. And not even one. We're just feeling good. We're feeling good because we just recorded an awesome episode with the ladies of the Good Fest. So we talked to Kate, Jess, and Jen, and it was such a fun conversation. And we talked a little bit about, well, we talked a lot of it about their community beyond and what they offer with that. We talk about the deets of the LA Good Fest, um, social media and food and health our and how they got products. into our favorite products. It's a really, really great one. But before you get into all the goods, you know you have to hear about our sponsor. And that is Care of sure Vitamins. Is. So if you have not gotten your little cute, customized, unique package of Care of Vitamins, take care of yourself and get some of those today. You can go to that Take Care. Good. I know. <laughs> I didn't even, I, that's not even scripted. That's that just was me, not. That's me, me being awesome. We're never scripted. No. Go to TakeCareOf.com. You can fill out a survey about some of your just general health needs, and they will create something tailored just for you. In fact, it will even have your name on it, and you can feel really special when you take those each day. You can also feel special knowing that you're getting very well-sourced, ethically 
produce sustainable vitamins. So they're made with the most, the highest quality ingredients, better than anything that you'll find at your average chain grocery store. You know, you're already putting great vitamins in your body. Make sure you're putting the best of the best vitamins in your body. So if that's something you would like to try, you think maybe a vitamin regimen is something you'd like to explore, again, go to TakeCareOf.com. You can get 50% off of your first month subscription with the code SHINE. And let us know how it goes. If you're really enjoying your subscription and seeing great results and feeling better as a result of taking those vitamins, give us a shout out. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. And also, don't forget that we have created a Facebook group, and that is called The Wine and Shiners. And you can find us, obviously, on Facebook. It's no, it's a really funny. Facebook group, yeah. I think a shiner is something you get when you punch someone in the face. <laughs> I just fit so bad with that laugh. Like the wine and we punch our friends in the face. Punch them in the face with great information and love and support. Nobody has ever said that to us. Do yeah, we I have think the worst like, name? We call you all the wine and shiners. I know. No, Kinda I know. sounds like a gang now. <laughs> we drink and go out and beat people up. I think that's what people would get from from our group and our podcast. And yeah, just look at our Instagram. What else could it right. possibly be? But go there and be our friend. And we're having some fun conversations and we love to hear from you. We want to connect with our listeners more than ever. So find us there and or hit us up on Instagram um, and all of that good stuff. Yeah. So speaking of good, let's talk with the founders of The Good Fest and the Beyond community. And that is Jen, Jess, and Kate. Liz, you are full of the best like lead-ins today for this intro. I'm <laughs> the wine has got, we got to drink wine every time. Liz is on her game, the unscripted game. Yes, let's head into this episode with the ladies of Beyond. All right, guys. Well, I just wanted to welcome you all to the podcast. Me and Liz are so excited to finally have you on. We're Thanks so excited to be here. Thank you. Of course. And just so our listeners know, we have three of you on the line today. So if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourselves and letting us know each of your voices, that would be awesome. Yeah, of course. So my name's Kate. I am a blogger, recipe developer, and also partner of these two ladies. Together, we work on events like the Good Festival, as well as our other events, um, our smaller local events in Philadelphia. We're all Philly-based, and together we created a wellness brand called Beyond. And it is kind of our event planning business that allows us to really create community-based events that like celebrate wellness and friendship and connection. And that's kind of our jam. Yeah. I love it. And I'm Jess and I am a health coach and former corporate marketer. I was in marketing for 10 years before I changed my career quite drastically. And I started out coaching women one-on-one and in the last year or so have gotten more obviously involved with Kate and Jen into our, our bigger wellness events. Cool. And besides my career, I'm a mom and currently expecting another baby. Hey, I see that on Instagram. So I love it. <laughs> yeah. What do you, um, what do you do? I'm due September 8th, but honestly, I think this child can come any any day now. You're ready. <laughs> yeah, that's so soon. September 8th. You said September 8th? September 8th, yeah. September 8th is right around the corner. That's almost my husband's birthday. He's September 9th. My husband huh? and my husband's brother have the same birthday on September 9th, which is 
very odd. It's easy so for you to remember. <laughs> yeah, it's really easy for me to remember. So I know a lot of September birthdays. And now for Jess's baby, you yeah. can just like call her up on the um, day before. I know if I'll know Perfect. forever if she's born or he, he or she. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't either. Oh, oh, nice. oh that's so fun. <laughs> Cool. Kate and I are hoping for a boy, but we don't know. <laughs> yeah, you'll see. The surprise thing is cool. I always wonder. I, me and Liz are not moms yet, but I always wonder if I'm going to go for the surprise or if I'm going to be so like anxious that I want to know right away. I will say I, I've done it twice now, and both <laughs> times I I really enjoy the surprise. Yeah, it, it like actually doesn't. I mean, nine months kind of flies by, and I feel like by the time you know it, you're like, oh, I can definitely wait now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good to know. I'll keep that in my mind for whenever the time comes, which is probably <laughs> not for a while, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I'm last. I'm Jen. Hi, everybody. Hello. Um, my background is in restaurant management and recipe development, so I am the, I guess, logistics guru of. Uh, of our trio. I decided to jump into this full time about six months ago, um, just because I love working with Kate and Jess and I love everything that we are bringing to Philly and to actually everywhere in yes. the U.S. as yeah. we're expanding to L.A. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's me. I want to know, well, first of all, I'm jealous that I don't live in Philly sometimes because oh. you guys are doing such amazing things. I want to come to all the classes. <laughs> also, your food scene in Philadelphia was insane. And I had like the best meals I've ever eaten in my life there. Where did we go where you were dying over? Tallulah's Garden. Oh, of course you remember so- the name. Immediately <laughs> remember the name. It's really funny you say that because we have spent a decent amount of time in other cities. And we always are comparing the meals we have there to Philly Mm -hmm. and we just feel like Philly is so far ahead of some other cities that you wouldn't expect necessarily to have like a bad healthy food scene. (laughs) I don't (laughs) want to mention exactly what we're talking about, but we find that Philly is like our favorite restaurants that are, you know, plant-based or gluten-free or have, you know, just fresh food and vegetables available they're amazing and we really love them. Like Tallulah's Garden. That's where we had our speaker dinner the night before the Good Fest. I was going to say I followed that because I, I followed all the stories naturally before I came to the Good Fest. <laughs> and I didn't even make the connection that that's where it was. Yeah, and then we were there the next day. And it was so we had these fried donut things. They're really good. They were really Yum. good. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's right up. I wish that we would have stayed longer so that we could have explored more of the food scene. But it was kind of a quick trip. We were just in for the good fest and then out the next day. So we didn't have too much time to explore. Oh, you guys should definitely come back. I like our city for the weekend. I think it's a nice, it's like walkable. We always take that for granted too, how walkable it is, Mm -hmm. how kind of like, I don't want to use the word manageable, but kind of, it just feels like, you know, like your neighborhood at the same time. It doesn't feel too overwhelming. So we love it. we love uh, getting together for meetings and green juice and matcha lattes. And yeah, just like Jess said, I think we take for granted how much our wellness scene really is like up and coming here. 
Yeah. You guys need to come visit Columbus sometime. We love Columbus. It kind of has, I don't know if it's the same vibe as Philly, but no. I feel like, no, <laughs> but I feel like it has, it definitely has a good food scene. Yeah, I don't know it if does. It, it has healthy spots for sure. I feel like it also has some really amazing unhealthy spots. It does. <laughs> That's the Midwestern thing <laughs> yeah. creeping in. Totally. But yeah. It's yeah. okay. We'll take the unhealthy places too. Of course. <laughs> yeah, we're not afraid. <laughs> so how did the three of you connect and become business partners? How did this all get started? Yeah. So I originally reached out to Jess on Instagram um, a while back, like when I first started my blog, because I thought that that was kind of like, I don't want to say the only like way to get into wellness, but I was like, I'm interested in wellness. I'll become a health coach. Like I think a lot of people and that's becoming really saturated too right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But Jess like had already been doing it for years and kind of was like the OG in Philly. And I was like, wow, she's, she's doing really cool things. So I reached out and we met for coffee and kind of um, just connected that way and then drifted a bit and then reconnected again um, at a blogger meetup and just felt like there was more that we could be doing. And I also knew Jen previously through friends of friends and we actually went to high school together. Um, Jess and Jen knew each other and I'll let them kind of explain how they were connected. But long story short, we just all were like, okay, we're obsessed with wellness we love working together. Let's just join forces. But if you guys want to explain your. I used to make Jess breakfast every morning at my restaurant. (laughs) Oh my God. That's not even accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the start of a perfect friendship. (laughs) We bonded over green juices and acai bowls. Oh my gosh. That part's accurate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect. I always saw Jen and you know, when she was working at at the restaurant and I always just wanted to be her friend. I don't know why. She Sounds just, like something I would say. I've always yeah. just wanted to be that <laughs> person's like, friend. Jen's the stylish cool one. Yes. <laughs> Super stylish. And she had always like amazing food on her and one day I was just like, do you want to do a supper club together? Like literally that's what we talked about. And then we built a supper club in the restaurant that she was working at at the time. And from there we grew it to a couple of supper clubs and then we worked into cooking classes and then we got everyone together. So we got Kate together and Jen together and we put everything into one pretty package, which we have now. That's so awesome because I, I've i just started getting into this whole world not that long ago. And I've had so much fun connecting with people that also are into the same things. And I've been trying to get braver. And I know, Liz, you have too, about mm-hmm. reaching out to people that you just want to be friends with. <laughs> like, I just... Think like, that, is it weird? Is it weird? <laughs> I only know you through pictures on Instagram. But you seem you? great. <laughs> but it's really cool that it's this world just brings us all together and you guys have done so many amazing things with it. How did you get into the wellness scene to begin with, even before you guys met each other? What were your individual stories with getting into the scene? Well, this is Kate. I'll start. I had <laughs> um, always, we actually talked about this recently. I had always had like pretty healthy food growing up. My mom was pretty with it, you know, making quinoa and salmon and you know, just like pretty healthy stuff. And I was used to that. Um, It wasn't until I was more like high school age and had like more independence that I really started to eat unhealthy and feel the effects of that and Mm -hmm. kind of make like not the best choices. Mm -hmm. And then I struggled 
in college with an eating disorder, which was really difficult to establish a healthy relationship with food, obviously. And then when I did receive treatment and really do the work to get to a place that was more balanced and healthy and whole, I was, you know, so relieved, especially when dealing with like the anxiety and depression that I had before. And that led me to like explore other areas of wellness besides the food. So um, more like mindful living and meditation and yoga and just some other things that could add to, I always say like my toolbox, like just different mm-hmm. things and different practices I could incorporate in my life that would ease some of those anxieties. So when I did that, I just felt such relief that I was like, it was just a light bulb moment. And it just really became something I wanted to share. And from like a blogging perspective, I actually started technically started. I bought the domain for a blog when I was like a sophomore in college, but I didn't really have anything. Like I knew I wanted to do that and I knew I was interested in that, but I never like had something specifically I wanted to talk about that I was passionate enough to like take that leap. So when I like found wellness, it all just kind of fell into place. It made sense. So I started sharing it and kind of building a a following Mm -hmm. community that way. And it was helpful to meet people and to give back um, and tell my story to other people who had similar ones. Yeah, that's awesome. Definitely. What about you, Jen? What got you into the wellness scene? I guess my journey kind of started like college time also. To be totally honest, my whole, you know, kind of journey into healthy eating started by reading the book Skinny Bitch, which I'm like a little bit embarrassed to admit. <laughs> but I read that book and I was just like, what am I eating? I need to actually, you know, look at what I'm putting into my body and care about this mm-hmm. because I wasn't, necess- I wasn't, you know, grown, I didn't grow up in an unhealthy household, but um, I just never really thought that much into it. And once I read that, I took a step back, started um, eating more plant-based. Um, and then as I, you know, got older and I was working in um, an organic juice and, and food cafe, I started really feeling the effects of what I was putting in my body, you know, post-college mm-hmm. when you are going out all the time and there's a lot of alcohol and partying and not so healthy choices. Mm-hmm. I realized, oh my gosh, I really do feel so much better when I am taking care of myself. So it was kind of a mix of just being super interested in the plant-based world and then finding fitness as an outlet for my stress that really just kind of propelled me in this direction and as I became more passionate about cooking, I became more passionate about plant-based eating and sustainability. And now it's kind of by default become my lifestyle. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then Jess, what about you? So I um, got into healthy eating back in 2011, read a book as well, but my book was by Kimberly Snyder, the nutritionist based in LA. And it's her original book. There were no pictures. I think I downloaded it on my iPad and it was literally just black and white text. And I read it in one weekend and was so blown away because for the most of my adult life at that point, I had been one of the calorie counters who was looking at, you know, low sugar things, mm-hmm. low fat things, low calorie things, and literally was bloated all the time. And doctors were just like, oh, you have IBS. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) And I was like, great. So I just always felt bad. Like, I never felt like my digestion was right. 
And reading her book where she literally just tells you like, you need to eat whole foods, like eat close to the earth. You don't, you know, need to count calories and all this stuff. The total switch for me, but I literally bought a Vitamix that weekend, which I still have today, six years later, and um, started making green smoothies and started kind of diving into this, not fully plant-based, but a lot more plant-based lifestyle and trying to limit my processed foods, which was a major difference for me. And I started to feel better. Then I started telling people about it. And then I started learning more about like, how could I make this a career? Because I was at the time living in New York City, super stressed and just didn't feel like that was the right environment for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I ended up moving back to Philadelphia, going to IAN to get my health coaching certification. And two years later, left my full-time job to not only stay home with my first daughter, but also dive into this new career, this new industry, into something I was actually passionate about. That's awesome. What I'm hearing kind of from all of you is that each of you sort of tuned into your inner alarm system that like in one way or another was just telling you like the way things are currently going for me, the way my body currently feels just isn't right. And there has to be a better way. And it's, it's interesting to hear how each of you kind of uniquely explored that in your own way, but it's that same undercurrent of being in tune to what your body needs. Yeah. And that's exactly the same thing that me and Liz went through too. It's like everybody's story so similar and mm-hmm. how they've connected into the wellness scene. And a lot of it starts with food. Like this doesn't make me feel good. But then when I transition to eating a different way, this does. And then you explore the world of meditation or fitness. and or more sleep. Yeah, or, or more sleep. Stress management. And then all of a sudden when you start to feel the differences, it's like, I can't just sit on this. I need to share this with the masses. I need other people to know this is possible. Yeah, I totally think that, you know, when people look at the way they're eating and it's in terms of a diet to make them, you know, look a certain way or you know, something that's not about how you truly feel, it's hard to actually grasp. But once you realize, wow, I'm not supposed to be tired at 2 p.m. I'm supposed to have the energy to get through the day and I can feel better. It's totally huge light bulb moment in your life. And that's kind of why we do what we do to like easily give people that, that light bulb moment without it being this scary journey into wellness. It's so easy to make these little tweaks that can make you feel so much better. Yeah. You guys all, the three of you are so inspiring to me in that respect because I think it's sort of like you can't go back once you've felt the changes in your body. And I really look up to the fact that you guys have created these platforms that so many women respond to. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, the Good Fest was just such a loving and caring environment. And what you guys are doing with Beyond, I just think it speaks a lot to how much you guys are passionate about this and the way you present it to the people that follow you is it's just really, really good. Thank you so much. We love hearing that feedback. Like we obviously wanted the Good Fest and all of our events to go smoothly and obviously everything to be, you know, on time and this is in the right place but more than anything it's not about those details it's really about like do people come and feel good about themselves while they're with us and while we're all together and if the answer is yes then I think we all three agree then it's a success and we've done our jobs so thank you we appreciate that yeah I think one of the things we loved was 
we kind of walked away with like a mini tribe. Like you could just feel Mm -hmm. the energy, especially like Cassandra Bodzak's meditation. Like everyone was dancing. Mm -hmm. Like it was just for, I'm, I'm kind of, I tend to be a self-conscious person. It's just something I'm trying to like get over. But I, it was one environment where like, I wasn't worried. I was just going to dance with Cassandra Bodzak. And so was everyone else. And if we looked weird to someone, then Tough cookies, I guess. But I felt intuitively that nobody was judging. That was, no, and so no. we had we drove from Ohio. How long was our drive? It's probably like six, six seven hours. hours. Seven six hours. hours. The whole ride home, I feel like we were on cloud nine. It was just this feeling of I don't know. We just went we had energy, and we had energy, and we expressed ourselves. And I, all we kept saying was, it just felt so good. Like nobody was judging no anybody. Good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> unintended no it's so funny you say that too because it's that was like the first thing that we said after like we finally came down from that weekend and I continue to say it I mean I am probably the most body conscious of the group and I I was like I've never been in a room literally with 400 women in yoga pants and not looked at a single other person's body from like a comparison standpoint you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. it was really and didn't feel like it was happening to me either and I'm hypersensitive of that so Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we all were, obviously that was the goal in going into it. We wanted to create a space that was safe and, and like supportive, but I don't think we even knew just how like strong that feeling was going to be. So that was incredible. And now we just like want to make sure we continue it for all events. So we were really mindful of like the speakers we bring to the room and what our messaging is at all times. And we're always kind of gut checking ourselves, mm-hmm. especially now having had the first event of just being like, does this feel right? Is this going to bring the same feeling? Yes. Let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> and what else is crazy too, is we got so much feedback afterwards about people making amazing decisions for themselves. Like yeah. um, I'm now inspired to sign up for yoga teacher training or you know, like even my mom just seemed like she felt so much better about herself after that day based on like hearing from those speakers. Like we received so much feedback of people, not necessarily like changing their lives around, but like making that decision that they were waiting on, you know, some kind of sign or, or motivator. And it could have been bigger, it could have been small, but just hearing that people, you know, found some sort of inspiration in that day from our amazing speakers was, I mean, that was enough where like, I feel like I could die happy now. Like we made a a beautiful day and I feel like I'm good now, but obviously we're, you know, we're continuing it and have to, as Kate said, continue to make sure that that is first and foremost, our priorities. We want to make sure the people who are there are getting something out of that day. I mean, this is, this is not for us. It's for the people who attend. Yeah, you guys have to keep going because I'm going to come to them all. <laughs> Nina I will was, go across the country. She's going I, to LA. Well, I hasn't confirmed it yet. I'm probably, oh, there's well. probably no tickets left and I, I don't know. But um, I want to go to the one in LA. But I was one of those people because I signed up for the health coach program at IIN after I came back from the Good Fest. I was like, this lights me up so much that I am not going to just keep sitting on the thought that I want to go to school for this. I'm just going to do it. So I feel like you guys need to have like a testimonial about like all the cool things people enrolled in when afterwards they, yeah. when they leave the good fest. Yes, we do. So how did you build that tribe of people? So the speakers that you had really, I mean, there was not a one that I just wasn't inspired by. How did you build that unique group of people? And I guess what was, 
I don't want to ask like what the selection process was like, but how did you choose kind of what perspectives to bring to the table on that? We really just kind of, I mean, I'll always remember we were on the phone with Jessica Murnan and she was like, you should talk to my friend Katie Horwich. And we were like, we're having a call with her immediately after we <laughs> hang up with you. We had scheduled them back to back. And it just kind of, I don't want to say like the universe, but like truly like it fell into place mm-hmm. and they all kind of knew each other and like vouched for one another. And I feel like when that starts to happen and you're like, yeah, this is, these are my kind of people too. Like they're awesome. They fit the same vibe. It just started to all mix really easily. So yeah, I mean, I, we've all been like following their podcasts or like their work as individuals, but as a group, it all just kind of formed very organically. And then we really have to thank them for who they brought to the room as well, because from a marketing standpoint, we, I mean, in our first year, we didn't have a lot of budget. (laughs) We were just kind of flying with what we, you know, we just went on social media and figured it out. And I feel like they were so helpful in kind of believing in us and, you know, being passionate about the fact that they were participating in our first year, that they talked about it and it just kind of spread that way. So I'm really grateful for them um, as our speakers in our first year. And we always tell them all the time, like, you guys really were what made this possible. Yeah. My friend texted me, one of our other friend that came with us. And the first thing she said was, um, she was like, Jordan's going to be at this at this thing called the Good Fest. And Cassandra Bodzak's going to be there too. Do you want to go? And then I looked at the rest of the guests and I texted Liz and I was like, oh we my gosh, go. Liz. And Katie Dilbot's going to be there. And Katie Hort. It's all my favorite people. We have to go to this. Um, so <laughs> it ended up, yeah, it just like ended up being all of these people that I'm sure, I'm sure when you're following these sorts of people, a lot of us follow the same people, but it's, it literally was everybody that is on my Instagram feed all the time that I look up to. Totally. And I feel like even if you only follow along, like with one, Mm -hmm. they just all kind of resonate with the same follower. Like they all have very similar vibes to them. So it's just, it just fits really nicely. So yeah, it's with that said though, we want to make sure we're always finding, you know, new faces Mm -hmm. to bring to the room too. Cause there are so many people who might've heard about us through Jordan Younger and we absolutely love working with her but then they're able to discover Katie Delbaut and Katie Horwich who maybe they didn't know before and now they're huge fans of them as well so we're just like it's always this balance of finding you know great women who are just truly living authentically what what good represents and what beyond represents so and there are so many out there I just keep discovering more and more amazing women that I just have to follow because Again, there's just, I feel like you find one and then you you discover somebody else through that person and then somebody else through that person. And all of a sudden you have this amazing tribe around you. We agree. So this is on a related note, but kind of silly. So <laughs> the swag bag at the Good Fest was Stellar. really life-changing for me. Um, <laughs> like I think every other- about it all the time. <laughs> we do. I think every other word- out of my mouth at the event was like, this bag, guys. <laughs> like, I just kept, it was like Mary Poppins bag. Where you're it just was like, never ending. Right. Um, so kind of on that note, like, what are some products? Because I found, I got turned on to a lot of things that now I buy regularly. I didn't Same. even know existed until like- The deodorant, the, uh, for one. Yes, your deodorant. my new favorite deodorant. So what are some products that each of you are loving right now? Ooh, good question. Do you guys want to go yeah. First of all, really funny story. The deodorant you got, she Jess is actually my neighbor. No way. 
The the woman who started it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You need to tell her (laughs) I'm obsessed with it. And I actually need to go on their website and order some more because I just love it so much. It's the only deodorant that has worked for me ever. So natural deodorant. I started using it, I think three or four years ago when it first came out and I read about it because they were a local Philly business Mm -hmm. and have been using it. And then randomly, um, Key Key was actually with me. We met her outside of my coffee shop and she was like, oh, have you ever seen Shark Tank? Like I make Piper Y. And we're like, what? Oh, Piper Y. I wasn't sure how to say it. Lives down the street. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite products, obviously. I used it before it was even in the swag bag at Good Fest. We're also pretty big fans of Franklin and Whitman Skincare, which is another local brand here in Philly that uses all natural products and also donates money to dog rescues, mm. which I don't have any puppies, but Kate does. So <laughs> We have puppies. Yeah, we're very strongly. Yes. Our puppies yeah. are our babies right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and then, I, I mean, I don't really have like any strong brand allegiances or anything like that. I just... I'm always looking for obviously what's new, you know, what is the best possible option that I can put on my body or in my body. Mm -hmm. Um, Because not only is it me, but I'm also taking care of my husband and my daughter. And I want to make sure they have access to really amazing products as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a big, like, I have like a pantry stocked with every possible flower and oil and I'm sure you need to, I I need to examine the pantry because I feel like that's one of my things. I, I aspire to build a gorgeous pantry that has all of the ingredients I need. (laughs) I'm trying to fit it literally into a closet. It's a a closet. I turned it into a pantry, but you know, that's probably the other thing that I'm like really intense with is my pantry and making sure it's stocked with all the things I would need, like nut butters and and all that stuff. I feel like Jess is my inspiration for all like food things because going to her house is like going to the stocked house of your <laughs> dreams. She just has like lemons everywhere and a, and a, literally every nut butter and her freezer is stocked. It's, it's actually hilarious. And I just like want to move in at all times. Is everything in beautiful <laughs> glass containers? Because when I see people's pantries and kitchens in beautiful glass containers, mm-hmm. I you lose it. the Pinterest girl in me gets really jealous. <laughs> No, I have baskets from Container Store. Okay, but still, those sound cute too. Cute and organized. I don't understand the glass containers because they look really nice, but I can't fit like an entire bag of almond flour in that glass container Mm, unless it's really big. True. So then I have a bag and a glass container. Something tells me the people that staged things at like West Elm or whatever are not about practicality. (laughs) Like it's about us. No, definitely not. (laughs) I know something that we're we're all crushing on right now. We were just all in LA together and probably every like 15 minutes, we would look at each other and be like, who's going to give me a peppermint halo? We're obsessed with stage wellness oil rollers right now. They have this like amazing travel pocket pharmacy and it has like five different rollers in it and you can use it at for anything. Hmm. So like literally Kate was giving us peppermint halos every day for like a little bit of, you know, stress release that helps your your head they have a, an oil roller called gusty that we were rolling on our stomachs every night i'm actually obsessed i, I keep it with me at all times what is this <laughs> we'll link it in the show notes what is it called again i feel like i need to examine this yeah it's called a pocket pharmacy a pocket so it's like pharmacy. they're all little roll-ons that yeah. like 
some are for headaches, some are for congestion, some are for like your belly if you have an upset stomach. Hmm. I need this. Yes. Yeah. And it's pretty small. It's easy to fit in your bag. Perfect. It sounds like a perfect travel companion. Because every time I was just talking about when I was traveling and I feel like I had all of my supplements with me and oil. You're like and- rattling as you like walk around. <laughs> yeah. And I all I need is a little pocket pharmacy. <laughs> that sounds perfect. Exactly. Do you guys have any recommendations for women that are looking to kind of dive into these natural products and find things like their pocket pharmacy? Like where do you suggest that they go to find these resources? Oh, that's a good question. There are like, I know there's like, there are apps and things like that to kind of rate like how clean your products are if you're Mm -hmm. looking for like the toxicity of your products. Mm -hmm. I am really, really passionate about like clean skincare products um, when I, and also cruelty-free products because of what Jess mentioned. I do have a dog and Mm -hmm. I just think about that. (laughs) So I like to also go to, there are a couple brands like Credo Beauty's one where like you can walk in and purchase anything that is definitely like kind of safe and like non-toxic and they hold um, certain standards. Like, you know, there's not going to be parabens and anything that is on their shelves. So that's kind of nice to kind of, I think if you're new to it, maybe find a resource. I know on the East coast, there's a store called Fulane and they're the same way. There's also like beauty counter, which I don't, I'm not a huge fan of their products, but they do have a like list of what exactly they don't, use. And I've used that before to then compare it to other products, to be honest. So it's just a nice like kind of directory that you go through and be like, okay, this is why this is bad. And this is what to avoid. And it's just, it makes it kind of a little more foolproof to find the things that you shouldn't really have in your skincare at least. Yeah, I can kind of, I get overwhelmed a little bit sometimes when it comes to finding all of the ingredients. If somebody suggests something to me and then I and I trust that person, I find that so much easier to kind of start with a product that has been recommended. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when I go to even Whole Foods, and I, we've just become a chemical-free home, like all of the cleaning supplies we're using and all of the bath supplies and care supplies I've using, I'm trying to find chemical-free things. But sometimes when I go to the store and I even look at the back of the bottle and I see all these ingredients, I'm like, I don't even know. I I think these are all natural. Well, and it's hard because like a lot of times some of the things that are actually natural, like I can't even think of anything like sodium or something. Yeah. I mean, not sodium specifically, but <laughs> but things that have like sciencey names that yeah. are actually just like regular things, but they sound scarier than they are. Chemical, yeah. Yeah. Well, and isn't fragrance, fragrance is actually not good. You don't want something that says fragrance. Is that correct? I think I learned that I- somewhere. I think what it is about that is they can't really regulate necessarily. Like when something's kind of broadly termed like that, like fragrance, like natural flavor, it's just kind of like a very loose thing. So I started with just parabens and sulfates. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I can avoid those. And I feel like that was kind of my starting point. And even so, like I have things in my makeup and my skincare routine that aren't perfectly clean. Mm -hmm. I think just going based off of recommendations is a really great idea too. You know, women especially like to hear that it worked for their friend and then they are willing to invest in it. So I say baby steps. You'd also be shocked how much like a a container of like Dr. Bronner's like soap can do. For example, I just read a blog post about a woman who made um, laundry detergent, like literally just from that and Mm -hmm. some like a couple other ingredients you might have like in your pantry. So Sometimes if you have the time and you're you're willing to do the research, you might even save 
money and the headache of trying to figure out the ingredients if you're willing to just like whip something up as an experiment. I tried oh, I to do, that. I tried to make something for the to clean the kitchen counters after we talked to Melissa Maker mm-hmm. on the podcast and it was like a couple oils and vinegar and something else. So that was my only experiment with making my own was a counter cleaner. But, but I you did it. it. But I did it. I also want to experiment with a lot of people have been telling me for acne because I really struggle with chin acne to use two different oils. I think it's coconut oil and castor oil. That seems know. counterintuitive because I feel like oil would make I it wouldn't do coconut oil. Oh, if really? I, would, I wouldn't try it. I've heard that it. I find it to be very clogging, especially on like your your skin, like on your face because it's more delicate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love rosehip oil. I also really love tea tree oil to use as like a spot treatment hmm. for acne specifically. Oh, I have heard tea tree oil. Yeah, see, you just need to talk to people and figure it out or just order everything in your good fest swag bag. And there you go. That's <laughs> the easy thing. There. I'm going to shamelessly plug something that we do for people who are who don't really feel like, uh, you know, doing the research online. We have our membership box That's where right. basically you can sign up and we send our favorite wellness things to your door every single month. And it's all stuff that we use and we love. And the girls that are in our group have said, oh my gosh, this is amazing. It's my new favorite, you know, protein powder. This is my new favorite deodorant because like Piper Y was something we sent in there. So it's basically like a monthly mini swag bag for anybody that wants it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. We need to sign up for that, Liz. I'm done. Yeah. And all they have to do <laughs> is go to beyond. Actually, this is a good segue because I wanted to talk a little bit about, we talked about the Good Fest, but what made you guys actually start beyond? Was it because you wanted to do events in the Philly community and then you brought in it to more online or how did that start? Really what the catalyst for all of this was, was that we were operating under two separate names because mm-hmm. um, we had started our cooking classes and our supper clubs, honestly, before the Good Fest had even become a thing. Mm-hmm. And we wanted everything to fall under the same parent company. So Beyond is our parent company for everything that we do. And that is just to make things easier. But the Good Fest was the Good Fest um, before Beyond was in existence. So we will always keep it as at that. But yeah, we there's so many other things that we work on and that we try to do other than the festival. And we just wanted to be able to have a platform where we could explore more avenues than just festivals. So what we have right now is our local events, but we also have our online membership with um, the wellness boxes. We are, you know, fingers crossed coming soon, working on a retreat, just a lot of different things. We have our blog that's really active right now. And we have so many amazing guest writers. So yeah, we just wanted a place where the three of us, it was what we created together that could house every, every idea that comes our way. I definitely think we need to sign up for that, Liz, because I'm all about, I've been wanting to get a special subscription like recently, I've been like, I want to well, get a and I love online communities. It's my new like favorite thing to get involved with. Same. Like it actually makes Facebook and social media a little more um, educational. And like mm-hmm. I feel a little less like I feel like social media you can get so bombarded with like, you know, like this last weekend we've got like terrible stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I like that there's there are resources now online that you can go to and – have something a little more positive online. That's why I've connected with some of my friends that I've met is through people's podcast Facebook groups, actually. Hmm. So yeah, it's a really good resource. Yeah. In addition to like what we send out, we also, for our membership, give 
um, you know, new recipes every month. We develop and take photos of recipes and all of our members get that. We also share, you know, tips and tricks. We, everybody asks questions and the whole community is so, we have about 50 people in there right now in our, in the Facebook group. And everybody is so cool. And I literally texted Kate and Jess on Friday because I had a rough week and I posted in our group just saying like, Hey, does anybody have like an uplifting quote or advice? And I was blown away by the support. It was incredible. All of these women who like, you know, barely know me sending their advice, their quotes, their anything to make me smile. And I truly texted Kate and Jess and was like, I'm crying. This is incredible. And I'm so proud of this. That's so wonderful to hear. We just started our little Facebook group and some of the girls, uh, two of them were connecting on there and one lives in France and one is here. And we're like, just kind of watching them connect over like-minded conversation. And Liz posted something helpful and then somebody commented a book that they would really, that we would really enjoy. And it's really fun to see how we can build such a tight community and it's all over Facebook, but everybody is just feels so comfortable sharing and um, helping each other out. It's been really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So on a side note, what are your guys' thoughts on social media and Instagram? Because a lot of times it can get very overwhelming, like Liz was saying, and I know that you're all in the blogging scene and you're all on Instagram. So what are your thoughts between finding a happy balance between promoting and putting things out there that you love, but also not getting overwhelmed with, with everything that goes along with it? That is so hard. (laughs) I think that we are always trying to find that balance. And I think that balance is defined by the individual. Like my tolerance level for Instagram is like probably a lot higher than Jess's. She has like my tolerance level is way higher than 10 times higher than mine. It's like 50 times higher. Everybody has their level and it kind of depends a little bit on what like else you have going on. Like I think, I mean, there are days when I'm on Instagram all day and I'm like, I shouldn't have been on Instagram so much today. But then there's other days where I truly just don't have the time for it and don't think of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's just balancing those those two and finding like, I mean, as a business resource, it's extremely important. I truly believe that. It's where the attention is. And I think it's a mistake if you don't capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but obviously being in the, the field of work that we're in, it's so important to find that balance and to truly only put content out that you feel is genuine and is not coming from a place of like, it's not forced. That said, I definitely like, I used to, when I started, I I've noticed a huge plateau since I stopped like commenting on everybody's stuff and being so active. And honestly, where I find more of my interaction is through like direct messages. Hmm. And the reason being, it just feels more like a normal conversation. And it feels Mm -hmm. like I'm texting with my friends. Whereas I feel like, and this might be controversial to say, but there's so many people out there who are just commenting on everybody's stuff and this looks amazing. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how genuine it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. there's also the place of like, you have to be doing that in order to be kind of seen by the algorithm. There's so much going on with that app anymore that I find when someone reaches out through direct message, that's usually where I take like the time and have a really thought out conversation with them because when it's just comments, it's, it becomes a little messy and chaotic. It's so interesting that a platform designed to like create connection and that genuine relationship 
has evolved in some respects, like you've referenced the algorithm, to something that's so calculated that you lose that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Kind of an interesting paradox. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And I think there's so many, I mean, before I did any of the stuff that we're working on now, my first job out of college was in social media marketing. Mm-hmm. And we would study like, you know, what time of day? And and since I was doing that, that was like three years ago, it's changed so much. So I, I honestly don't feel like I know like I'm no expert by any means because I feel like every day it's evolving. But I do think that living by the rules of, you know, best time to post and what hashtags, it totally takes out the fun of why you're doing it. Um, and I think followers, because it's becoming so saturated, they are going to start to see the accounts that just are more real and raw and mm-hmm. in the moment and who don't calculate their every move on there as much. Mm-hmm. And I think that will start to shine through. Yeah. I have been struggling because I just started a blog just kind of for fun and just to get my voice out there. And because I'm doing the IIN program and I have my Instagram and I get, I go back and forth between, should I be doing all of these things and commenting and following other people and posting this and posting that and what time? And then it starts to feel icky to me. Like that doesn't feel good. It's not natural. Yeah. And, but so then I'll post something that I really just want to post but then I'll think back, well, if I would have posted it at this time and if I maybe would have posted a picture of food, then maybe I would, you know, and it's just, it's kind of hard to balance because you're right. There's a business aspect side to it, but then it's also, why are you really doing it? It's because you want to share what you care about and you want to share what you love mm-hmm. to people that'll hopefully find it helpful. So I'm just always interested in knowing how other people in that world balance the two. Yeah. I think if you are looking at it from a business side, I definitely put together some sort of plan or like content calendar or something Mm -hmm. like that, because I feel like that allows you to kind of think a couple steps ahead and not have that pressure of like, okay, I know I should be posting and promoting my next, whatever it is, product, podcast episode, whatever. But if you kind of set it out like a week or two in advance and it doesn't have to be exact, but you know, just a rough idea, it's just going to feel a lot less overwhelming. And the task of putting up an Instagram really shouldn't take that long. But for some reason, when we're, when we don't have a plan, it takes like an hour to figure out <laughs> right. what you're going to say and what you're going to yeah. post. It doesn't look good on the feed. And it's like, ah, it's exhausting. So I think, yeah, if you are um, using Instagram for more than just purely like personal, you know, connecting with your friends, then put a plan in place. And that will allow you to create, treat it like a task rather than like, you know, like a leisure thing. Like don't yeah. treat it like you would watching TV or watching The Bachelor or something. Like treat it like a part of your daily to-do list and that will kind of set that boundary like kind of naturally for you. That's, That's good feedback. Yeah. Such good advice. And I know we have a lot of listeners who are starting their Instagram for business and starting blogs. So that's really, really helpful. Yeah, I'm sure they'll they'll appreciate yeah. that one. For sure. Um, so can we have the deets on the LA festival? Because we're just curious. We know that Katie Horwich is emceeing. Is that correct? She is. Yes. Yay. That's so exciting. She's such a fun spirit. Oh we had gosh. her on the podcast not that long ago. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she was super funny too. She's so funny. She'll be a great MC. But yeah, do you have any deets that you can share with our listeners who might be interested in going? And you also are having one in Philly, correct? So there's there's two. Is that right? So for the festival, yeah, we're looking to do two in 2018. So we'll have LA in February and then uh, Philly TBD. We are still planning that. But as far as what LA has to offer, it will be, you know, obviously the whole idea is very much the same as what we did in Philly. Mm-hmm. We want to 
lift women up. We want to inspire them to, you know, live their best life. We want them to walk out of that day with new friends. I mean, really the reason this started is because we had no friends in wellness. And we were like, <laughs> our friends don't really, you know, they're not really in this world. Like they don't really care about green juice. They don't really want to take a yoga class. Like <laughs> my idea of a perfect Saturday is to go work out and then get a super healthy brunch and like chat with girlfriends. And that's just not the, you know, Sounds like we were the only am. three who felt that way. And so we were like, there's gotta be more people who like, want to find friends in this area. And so um, that was like our, our biggest motivator to bring women together. But anyway, the day will be different in that we have tracks for LA because moving, you know, 400 people around is a logistical thing that has to be figured out. And instead of having everyone in one big group all the time, we wanted to create more intimate moments um, with our speakers. So. Whereas in Philly, everyone had the same speakers. In LA, you'll be able to choose your path. Oh, that's hmm. awesome. That's fun. The teacher in me is like, yes, this is awesome. Stations, this will be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there'll be moments where everyone's together, like with a group meditation with Kelsey Patel. You know, we have our opening with Katie Horwich. And there will also be moments where you're in a smaller group of like 75 people. So you know, you'll have a yoga class with one of our instructors, not all of them. You'll have a breakout session with one of the speakers. You'll have time in the marketplace to check out the vendors, which will be a lot more manageable than being in there with, you know, a couple hundred people. And when our registration opens for for the tracks, our VIP registrants will have the first choice of who they get to be in those smaller sessions with. And then from there, we'll open up registration for for everyone. So we have everything from astrology to crystals, to yoga, mm. to meditation, to um, relationship and sexual health, to, you know, building your brand with Lauren Everett and Michael Bostick to, I mean, there's just like so much amazing content that we've put into this day. So the tracks were really amazing because they allowed us to bring in more speakers and more content than we were able to do in Philly. I'm super interested. And I just got into crystals and astrology recently. And I think it's so fascinating. We're actually having the girls from High Vibe Living on tomorrow. And they're in LA. Um, I don't know if you guys know Britt and Tara, but they are all about um, like spirituality and kundalini. And I am really interested in talking to them and learning more about it. It's super cool. They're actually teaching. Yeah. At the oh my gosh. Of course, they are. Yeah. of course they are. <laughs> so they'll See, be there. This is what and gets also, me. They're, they're amazing. They're so cool. I love watching them on Instagram actually. Me they too. Show their lives. And I'm like, wow, they really live and breathe this stuff. Like they truly yeah. incorporate it into every day, which I think is so cool. Also, you mentioned crystals. I've been really into crystals and I've learned a lot from Energy Muse, Heather and Timmy, the founders, will also be leading a breakout session. Oh, cool. And um, I found their website to be really helpful and kind of just like starter crystals. What website was that? Energy Muse? Energy, Energy Muse. Muse is, their, is their site. I'm going so to I really like them too. Yeah, I just started getting in. I just kind of had been hearing a little bit more about crystals. And then Jordan Younger had a podcast episode with, I can't think of her name right now. 
person. Marissa Lace, I think. Yeah, Marissa Lace. And she was talking about them, and I went to her store and bought a few. And now, now I have to, you know, research and learn, and I'm all morphed into the world. So, yeah, my boyfriend thought I was nuts when. <laughs> Crystals came to our drop and I was like charging them outside. What is going on? (laughs) And then Jess and Jen, I have a really hard time sleeping when I'm traveling. Like when I'm in a new space, it just is hard for me to fall asleep. And I was putting crystals under my pillow and Jen was like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) My husband was like, are you a wizard? Why do you have these stones? Like, you know, Cody, that's exactly what he said. He's like, why do you have these stones? And then the other night, whenever the the full moon was recently, I brought down a piece of paper and my lighter and I went out on the patio and I was like, um, I just have to burn these intentions right now. (laughs) And then I I had my crystals out there, but then I couldn't burn the whole paper because it got wet. And he was like, like, you're insane. Like, what are you doing? I wish I could have seen this. I know. It was weird. But it's fun. It's fine. It's fun. I think it's important to just kind of, like, try it out. Maybe yeah. don't take it too seriously. Yeah. But, like, if you like it, there's no harm. Yeah. Teach his own. And if it helps, it helps. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. That's why there's so many avenues to wellness. Totally. Well, I think... I think we're going to wrap it up here because we've had you guys on for almost an hour now. And... Is there anything else that you guys want to share with our listeners before you go? Anything else you want to say about Beyond or the Good Fest? Or, you know, we would love for them to know how to connect with all three of you on social media and your blogs and all of that good stuff. Yeah. So you can connect with me personally at ShebeKillinIt on Instagram, as well as my blog, It. I'll also give you our handles for Beyond and the Good Fest. The Good Fest is just the Good Fest, uh, thegoodfest.com. It has everything that we kind of discussed, our speaker lineup, stuff like that. Beyond is B underscore YND on Instagram. Um, it's also where we post our latest local events in Philly, um, as well as kind of the updates on the wellness box we talked about and what's upcoming, what brands we're featuring. We also shout out the latest blog posts. Yeah. And then if you guys want to share anything else. Uh, you can find me at Health Coach Philly and all those other places. <laughs> all of what she said. <laughs> yes, what she said. Jess and uh, Kate like to tease me because I tweet <laughs> on my personal account about um, 12 times a year. It's Liz. <laughs> I was to see what Jen was going to say. Liz just posted <laughs> for was... the first time since last year. It probably told you. Liz posted for the first time in a while. It, it was always like gives since you that notice. last March. Yeah, I know. I and why do I know that? Am... <laughs> <laughs> embarrassed to to post things because everybody gets notified. Jennifer eight four nine posted for the first time in six months. So if anybody wants to follow me, cool, but you're not gonna see much there. <laughs> Jen, I also read that on your on the website that you like Netflix documentaries, so I feel like you might be my kindred. Between that and the Instagram, yeah. I, f- I feel like you might be my oh soul my gosh, sister. Yeah. <laughs> documentaries, like, all day, every day. If, if you have any recommendations, send them my way. <laughs> she watches the most sad, depressing, <laughs> evil documentaries. Not, no, it's informative. The other the other day I picked her up, you know, because it's a Saturday and we had to go to yoga and like get a green juice. And she was like, I watched this episode about this, this nun that got murdered. And I was like, the, can you stop right there? Because I don't want to hear any of this. Horrible. <laughs> so good. Um, no, I was going to say with the skincare one, maybe you know what, Jen, there's, I forget what it's called. There's a documentary on Netflix about skincare products and cosmetics and 
how people don't really pay attention to like the chemicals that they're putting on, on their face and stuff. Is this the next one you're going to watch? Or no, I've already seen oh, it. I just don't remember you what have. it's called. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. So you're, you're, um, you're setting me up for tomorrow. <laughs> and make sure to watch the murdered nun one. <laughs> That's actually really good. I watched it in one day. So. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> well, thank you guys so, so much for coming on and talking with us. I've been so excited for this episode because I just really look up to all that you guys are doing. And I know our listeners are going to be really excited to hear from you guys as well. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. And thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Of course. Thanks again for tuning in today. We really hope that you enjoyed connecting with the Beyond Girls. They are just really creating a tribe and a wonderful community of supportive, excited, um, wellness-embracing people. And I know we covered a lot of different things today, but I think they're all topics that are beneficial to hitting multiple areas of our lives. So thank you. Thank you to them for coming on. Um, We'll link to all of their information in the show notes. You know, they shouted out their Instagram and other handles. If you want to check out the Beyond community, it does go Beyond Philadelphia. Um, So that is B. (laughs) Nina's laughing at me. Full of it today, guys. (laughs) Just what is it called? Puns? Pull the puns? I love puns. They're like my favorite. You're great in them um, tonight. So if you so want wine. to head to their website, it is b-ynd.com. You can also find out more about the Good Festival that is coming to LA and eventually coming back again to Philly. And that is thegoodfest.com. So check out what they're doing. Check out their membership, their subscription service. Um, they've got a lot going on. Um, like I said, if you're in the Philadelphia area or beyond, there's something for you definitely. All right, guys. Well, that's all we have for you this week. We can't wait to catch up with you next time and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.